Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Nintendo Fanboys. And Steven is here. It feels like you haven't been here in forever. I don't remember the last time I was here, but I feel it was the previous Fanboys, because I know you did the Canadian Gamers alone, but I think I was here, and it wasn't, wasn't it the... Uh, the video where we talk about that indie game, Messengers. I think that was it. Maybe I'm wrong. No, no, you're probably right. It just feels like uh, I haven't spoken to my Steven <laughs> in forever because you've been so quiet on texts and everything. It's, uh, what's going on, man? I'm depressed. Having well, a hard time. Cheer up, goddammit. <laughs> so, no, but what is going on? What's uh, what's up? Like, it, it's been for real. It's been a little while. Yeah, I had I had two weeks off of of work there, and I basically don't remember what I did. So I had a good time. I had a hockey tournament. Then my girlfriend went to Ottawa for a few days, so I was at home alone with the kids. So that was pretty fun. So I did not have much time, or I rather I had I had I was busy all the time, so I didn't have any time not to even call you a monster most days, which usually I, I at least do once or twice a day. Yeah, exactly. And I only played one game during all that time and barely played it. It took me 17 hours to complete uh, South Park, The Fractured Butthole. And basically during three weeks of time, I put in 17 hours into that game in three weeks. So I didn't play much, didn't play anything else. So I haven't been into games lately that much. I think I'm on another gaming depression. Like we talked about this a few years ago in a podcast and we just joked about calling it that, but just like anything I tried just could not, I could not get into it. I, I did not have any motivation at all to play anything for some reason. So that's what it has been going on. Although I had a blast with South Park, I, I'd say it took me about eight hours to actually uh, get addicted to the game, but once you get those eight hours out of the way, the last uh, remaining eight hours are just a blast to play. And just that game, just as ridiculous as the first one. It's not as good as the first one, and the magic is not there, but man, there are some s moments in that game, like the one I told you recently, that <laughs> I just don't know how they can get away with this. Because I know they say in the beginning that e the characters are based, are not based on actual uh, they're all fictional, they're not based on characters, but it's bullshit, like, some of these <laughs> characters, like, there's Morgan Freeman is in this game, and he's called Morgan Freeman, he looks like Morgan Freeman, of course he's based off, and there, and there's this guy that, I don't want to spoil, but what I told you, like, that guy, even though, apparently he's a monster, he could very well sue them for how he's portrayed in this game, like, I don't get how they get away with this. Yeah, it's, I don't want to say it either because it will spoil for someone, but like, it's defamation of character. Like, I don't know, I don't know how they get away with some of this stuff too. I mean, it'd be one thing if they went and they asked everybody, but like, they yeah, that guy, they clearly don't. did not. <laughs> no, exactly. And, and if you watch the show, I mean, like, they, they, yeah, no, like, clearly clearly they don't do that and just by slapping on that little disclaimer saying how you know it's like purely coincidence if uh <laughs> anyone is based on you know like reality so it's like oh well we have a character named steven you know steven lacroix and he looks like you he talks like you he has all your mannerisms but no 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 this 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 is entirely made up 
It's just a coincidence. Like, okay, if you say so. So whatever. But yeah, um, it's funny you say about your gaming depression. I'm, I'm going through, I don't know what I would call this right now. I would I'm, call it a Dragon Quest only gaming depression. No, I, I, well, here's the weird thing, man, is like ever since everybody in the community has been watching the stuff and we've been, you know, like the Dragon Quest Eleven stuff like exploded. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like I've been getting lots of requests to show different Dragon Quest games and stuff like that. But that's what I've been doing. I've been showing Dragon Quest related stuff. I haven't actually been playing anything for a little while now. I just did a playthrough of Dragon Quest One, but again, that was for like everybody. That wasn't for me. And it's because I'm in a, I'm in a, I don't know. I don't know what this is right now. I'm going through a weird phase where work has, has reached almost its climax. So like I'm, I'm at a, I'm at a position of like during my day job, as they say, where there's pretty much like I, I don't think I'm going to be able to get any higher. Like I think I've reached the point where like this is it, you know, and there's consulting that I'm getting more and more into, so that requires traveling and teaching. I actually went down to Memphis, and I just want to give you guys, like, like where I'm at, because I'm not in a real depression, but I'm in a weird, I'm in a funk right now, I'll say, because I, I don't know what to do with my life. I'm I'm at a point where I'm like, I'm not sure where to go. So I went down to Memphis and there was a school that, uh, it's not like a, a school school, but it's basically like an intensive management course. The guys flew me down there, okay? They paid for business class flight down there, both like, so I had a connecting flight in Toronto and then down. They paid for all the food, the hotel, the whole thing, and they paid 250 US dollars an hour while you're there. And while I was there and I was teaching and, and I got a 97% uh, review from the people that I, I taught at, I, I just, I was on the flight back home and I was sitting and I was like, my God, like, I don't make a fraction of that salary in my day job, you know, like, but I really love the job that I do during the day. I got some great benefits and all of this sort of stuff, but doing what i did for just what was how long was i gone two days three days something like that like do you realize how much money that is and life life is not about money okay that's the truth and i am i am a believer in that even though i know many people who think uh, like i'm on drugs but there is a time where you you sort of sit back and you're like you know my whole life would be different with doing that kind of thing full time and consulting is very similar in terms of like what you charge. And uh, I don't know. I'm just like at a point where I'm like, I'm thinking of doing my executive MBA. So I've been studying for the exam I have on June 6th. But I sit back and I'm like, like, who really cares about that? Like, if I'm getting paid 250 bucks an hour to do something that I love, that makes people laugh, and I'm helping them like shape their institutions in you know for the better making people's lives better i don't know man i'm i'm at a point where i've just like i'm i'm really analyzing everything right now and this youtube stuff which is really interesting 
this explosion of of you know popularity and um, and comments and all this jazz has really like hit home for me like i i feel very good right now with all the stuff that's happening uh, with youtube and it's it's just a, it's an amazing feeling the building up all the community and just having like lots of even debates arguments i don't care all of that has been awesome so i haven't really played a damn thing like for Jared, I haven't played anything for me. I have two weeks off right now and I took the two weeks off to study. But like I said, I'm like, I'm at a point where I'm looking at, at like my career, my life and like everything that's going on. And I'm like, I don't know where to go right now, but that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> that seems very easy to me. You, you say you like the other thing and it pays like crazy. So what's the debate here? <laughs> To be honest. Well, the, 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 the debate is that, like, I've, I'll be honest, okay? I'm gonna be completely honest. I've worked at, at this company for, gosh, like 20 years, basically. And I've developed unbelievable relationships. Like, the truth is that my friends, here, you, re- you realize, here, check this out. Watch how messed up this is. And this is, we're getting a little personal here, but whatever. Um, all of my friends, I'm just thinking, all of my friends, just about, yeah, just about all of my friends, Serena, my entire other family, that would be Serena's family, all come from that one company. So, like, my whole life has literally revolved around that company since I left high school. Because I started there when I was in CGEP, or college, or whatever you want to call it. And it's, it's like, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but it's like part of me feels like, like I, I belong there now, you know, like I'm part of the institution. I have all these relationships with all these different people. I have total freedom to work on things that I want to work on. If the day goes by and I'm like, you know what, I just want to watch Netflix all day, I can actually do that. And I'm at like, so I don't know, that's the thing. That's the, that's the, the debate. Well, it seems that either way you're going to be happy, so. I'm, I'm looking at my cat. He's like, we'll see about that. <laughs> we'll see about that. Okay, so all of that aside, we have a very, very good podcast for you guys today. We, I was delaying on purpose because Ahmed told me he was going to be 10 minutes, but he's a big liar. So I don't know when he's going to come. So we have three big things that you wanted to talk about today. And I just want to say I'm very happy that you're back. I'm very, very happy you're back because doing this alone is, it's not that it's boring, but it's not the same. Like it's not the same whatsoever. And I I miss the interaction. So I'm going to let you go ahead and do your rant because I think it's, uh, I think it's the most important thing. And I also think it's something that could could get fleshed out in the coming days. So I really want you to go nuts. Okay, so this is something that is I'm very, very nervous about because uh, I'm going to talk about the rumors first and then I'm going to say my opinion. So there's been... Apparently, the next Pokemon game should be unveiled this by the end of the month and it's going to be a remake of Pokemon Yellow titled Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu Edition and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee Edition. And they're going to be for the Switch. 
And the reason they're called that is that in one game, you're going to start with Pikachu, and in the other game, you're going to start as Eevee. For those that don't rem remember, in Pokemon Yellow, it's the only game that you only you couldn't choose your starter. You were... Uh, you you had no choice but to get Pikachu, and your rival would choose Eevee. So that's why one of the other you, in one version you'll play as Pikachu, the other one you'll play as Eevee. And apparently, you will star as yourself, like in Red and Blue, which were the main characters. Red was the main protagonist of uh, Yellow, and Blue was the rival. Also, basically, for those that follow the anime, Red was basically Ash and Blue was Gary. And that's the gist of the rumors, but there are other factors. Like, some, there's a screenshot that has leaked that seems like it was pulled out of Sun and Moon where you see a Lapras, an Eevee riding a Lapras for some reason. And also, Pokemon Let's go pikachu.com and let's go eevee.com have been registered by a company i don't know if you took the name i think it's gts something like that which is a company that's been used before to register uh, domains for nintendo and the pokemon company so these rumors seem legit even cerebi.net which is the number one source for pokemon news those guys report on everything and the, the 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 guy who runs that site actually has some pretty good uh inside sources and he never never comments on rumors except for this one this one has been has been reported so this seems like it's pretty much confirmed there's even a logo online that seems legit also it seems that the game will be tied with pokemon go which is why it's called let's go pikachu and let's go eevee edition uh, in a way that's not cleared right now some are saying that there will be no random encounters like they're like in pokemon go you will actually see the pokemon on the screen and others are saying that basically you'll be able to carry your items or Pokemon in both games and vice versa. So that's pretty much what the rumors are. Did, did I miss anything? No, no, that's good. But uh, Ahmed is here. So I'm just going to pause you for one second. And for everyone else who's here, I just I got to remember how the hell to do this. Uh, da, 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 da. How do we conference call? Dun, 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 dun. Did you pause the recording? I did not. Okay, cool. Because when you said I just need to pause you, uh, uh, I didn't. I wasn't sure. Yeah, no, no. Just we're gonna keep going. I just, I just need to figure out how the hell to do this. Um, do, 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 do. I think it's here. Plus, add a participant. Here we go. Here we go. Add people to this call. I'm at Mosley. Add to call. There we go. So we'll see when he joins. There we go. Are you here, my man? Hello, everybody. Hi, Stephen. Hi, Jerry. Excellent. You got your recording going? Yep, it's going. Perfect. Okay, so this is cool. 40, 40, 41 around. Did you write it down? Yep, yep, yep. Okay, All perfect. Right. So, Ahmed, we were talking about the Pokemon rumors, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with them. 
Uh, fill me in. Is it about the Pokemon <laughs> Go Eevee thing? Yeah, yeah. So I just basically did a rundown of a rundown of. The, I don't know, Jared, if you want to just quickly resume what I said, just so if he knows, because you're much quicker than I am. Well, basically, it's 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 what we we had spoken about, Ahmed. It's it's the whole thing. Um, I, I don't even really need to re- like to give you the the whole thing, but basically, like. It's gonna have, uh, LinkedIn features with, not LinkedIn, but it's gonna have features that are, um, sort of, oh my god, I can't speak today. It's basically gonna be a Pokemon Go remake of Pokemon Yellow. That's it. There you go. That's the wow. easiest, fastest way of sort of saying that. <laughs> we're, we're gonna jump, we're gonna I'm jump not sure back if and that's forth. very, uh, <laughs> accurate though, because it's yeah. not a Pokemon Go remake. It seems to be a Pokemon Yellow remake, but with Pokemon Go connection, connecting, connection, connectivity features rather. Perfect. Is, you said it. There you go. You, you did a better job than I did. Because the main thing that we don't know is that what they're saying is that maybe there will be no random encounters or okay. maybe the items and Pokemon will be uh, transferable between both versions of Pokemon uh, Go. And, and the rumors now is for which console is this the remake Switch. for? The yeah, Switch. this is will be like a Game Freak and Pokemon Company have said after Ultra Sun and Moon that uh, there was no no other games in development for the 3ds so every game very, from now on should be for the switch yeah. when it comes to pokemon yeah very interesting that they're picking yellow out of all things with the well, obviously the rumors we're not sure how strong they are but uh, that's the thing but, though that yeah that from what i've said from what you've missed these seem pretty legit as mm. almost uh you can almost confirm it because they were Reported also by a site called Cerebi.net. I'm not sure if you're familiar mm, with yes, them. Yes, I know that site. That's a Pokemon site. Yeah, right? and yeah. they never, never report on rumors. And the guy wrong. running that site okay. has yeah, some yeah. pretty legitimate, like, inside sources, and he actually reported on this one. And it seems like the domain was also registered. So there's tons of uh, factors that seems to point that this is legit. Wow. Yeah, well, there's a lot of uh, things to wrap your head around, especially with the with the Go connectivity. That's very interesting. I don't know how they're going to work with the Niantic developers, like Japanese and and Niantic are, I think, American or Canadian. Not quite sure where they're from, but uh, it's interesting how they're going to work with them. Yeah. All right. So now that we've uh, talked about that, I wanted to give my uh, opinion on this because I, like I said, I'm very fearful of this. I was. Mm-hmm. When I heard this, like, I thought this could not uh, possibly be true because I did not, I was one of the few that said that Pokemon, when, when Pokemon Stars and Eclipse was rumored for the Switch, I did not want to see that happen because in the past there has never been a system, a first Pokemon game on a system that has not been a new generation. Usually, mm-hmm. From the Game Boy, we had red, blue, yellow. It started with red and blue. The Game Boy Color basically started with gold and silver, although that's not really a new, uh, a new system. Game Boy Advance had emerald, ruby, and all that stuff. So basically, every system starts with a new generation. So I did not want the first Pokemon game on the Switch to be a remake or just a port of Pokemon Sun and Moon, and we did not uh, see that. So. I was glad when they announced Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, but there was something that happened when Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon were announced, and there was a huge outcry. Everybody was pissed off because this is like every time they announce a new 3DS game, people seem to get pissed off, and something happened 
that never happens with the Pokemon company is that they actually went out of their way and announced at E3 that they were developing the next core Pokemon game for the Switch. They never do that. They usually, for better or for worse, stick to their guns and do not care about what the general population thinks. And in this case, obviously they were kind of... uh, fearful or affected by the outcry when Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon was announced for the 3DS. So, knowing this, without let's take the Pokemon Go connectivity out of the equation for now. Just knowing that the first Pokemon game for the Switch is a Pokemon Yellow re- remake doesn't really appeal to me. Mm. And there was a Yellow remake where a few years ago. People were saying that Pokemon Yellow was going to be remade there was heavy rumors that it was going to be remade for the 3ds so that's not really something that surprises me because even though like the next game that i do for the remake in the pokemon series or generation 4 that would be f- weird that they go back to yellow but whatever yellow is a special a special pokemon game and i don't mind it being remade at some point but it's just very very odd that they choose to start a Pokemon journey on the Switch with a remake. And from the leak screenshot, which that's something that could be actually fake, it looks like it's using the Sun and Moon engine. Now, it would make sense, kind of, because like if you've played Sun and Moon, you know that there are, are heavy Kanto reference going there. So it's possible that this just picks off after Sun and Moon, and it's not really a yellow remake, but it's just, it takes place in Kanto. That could be all that it is. So, that's my first thought. Before we go into the Pokemon Go connectivity implication, I just want to let Jared a chance to speak, since he's been, uh, for the past few years, a big fan of Pokemon, and just want to hear his thoughts on the possibility of having a Pokemon Yellow remake on the Switch. Yeah, it, it's weird. Th- this whole thing for me is weird. And I, we're, we're going to talk about like, you know, each of the individual things like with the, the po- Pokemon Go connectivity. I'll get to that. I'll wait for you to comment on that first. But just like the, the idea of this being a Pokemon Yellow remake on the Switch is bizarre. I, I just find this, I just find the whole thing really, really weird. They, they have like a, a formula that they follow that isn't really broken. And this I think is my, my biggest, like WTF, if I'm gonna be honest. Like my biggest head scratcher moment here is that the Pokemon series has been incredibly successful since its inception. And they have followed a particular pattern. And yeah, recently, you know, they, they've, they've been messing around with that, that pattern, but it isn't broken and no one has been crying out for them to do something different. And again, you'll talk, I know you're going to talk a lot more about that uh, coming up, but I, I just find it weird, man. I, I, there's something is not sitting well with me right now about any of this news like the way it got leaked uh all the information it something seems off here and i i do believe that there will be games coming out called pokemon um uh, sorry let's go pokemon whatever um pikachu and uh eevee 
I believe that because there's just too much evidence to support that these things are going to get released. But I don't know how I feel about this being the first Pokemon game on the Switch. Can but I just I, I, interrupt you for one second here? Sure. Uh, when you said nobody has asked for something like this, uh, the mainstream media is like are not really. I've found out over the years since the Switch has been uh, released, are not really big. We're never really big on portable gaming or the Pokemon series as a whole, so they're not that well educated on it. And I've heard many people hoping and wanting for a Pokemon reboot, kind of like what Zelda did with the Breath of the Wild on the Switch, because they've been saying that most of them have played have not played since Red and Blue and blah, 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 and would like to see it rebooted into something more appealing. And that's something that I've always had an issue uh, with, because in my opinion, like... You don't reboot a series that's selling as well as Pokemon. Like Pokemon in the last two years, when you take Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon, have sold 25 million copies plus of those two games. And that doesn't seem like a franchise that needs a reboot. Sure, if the series would have been struggling for a while, then sure, I would be all in for a reboot because then you'd have a solid case. But in this uh, scenario, I just don't understand why people are claiming or wanting a reboot of this series right now. Yeah, I just I just want to I just want to follow up with that. So what I was saying when I what I was meaning rather when I said that was fans. That's what I I I meant. I don't give a damn about mainstream media or anything of those guys. Uh and a perfect example of this is if we go back to Mario. Okay? Uh, a lot of people for years, I was hearing people saying, you know, like, oh, we want to have this, we want to have that, we want to have blah, 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 blah. New Super Mario Brothers, which really isn't that new. New Super Mario Brothers is essentially a return to the traditional, you know, like Mario 1, 2, 3, uh, Super Mario World. That game sold 30.8 million units wow and and so i i really argue when people say oh yeah you know we want to reboot we want this we want that like i i i really disagree and if we look Mm -hmm. at pokemon on the ds pokemon diamond pearl sold 17.67 million pokemon black and white sold 15.64 million that's insane. And if we go on the 3DS, like you said, Pokemon X and Y are 16.23, uh, 29 million. Pokemon Sun and Moon, 16.10. And this is, this is going up, uh, by the way, to, uh, I'm on the official site there. So I don't know. This was last, as of March 31st. Okay. Uh, Pokemon Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, 14 million. And Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon were at 7.5 million. This to me, if I'm being honest, does not speak of a series that requires or or even shows evidence that a reboot is even wanted. Now, with Zelda, on the other hand, things are different. If I go to the Wii, Zelda doesn't even crack the top 10. Like, it's, it's nowhere to be found. Okay? If I go on the Wii U, 
I scroll, 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 scroll. I get one Zelda, only one, and that's The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker at 2.26 million. There's no other Zeldas here. Okay? We go to Switch, and we did have a reboot with The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Look at that, 8.48 million. What I'm saying is, like, for Zelda, it made sense. The sales of Zelda have have sort of flatlined over the last, like, 10 years. That is not the case with with Pokemon. So this is why, like, I really argue with people that say the series, like, needs a, you know, a fresh coat of paint or needs a reboot or this or that or everything else. I don't understand those statements when you look at a series, like you're saying, 25 million and so on and, and all of this. I I don't get it. Like, I, I, I'm not understanding why, why would you mess with the formula? Are you hoping to get 30 million? 40 million? Like, Pokemon is the single most successful franchise Nintendo has. I, I, I just don't get it. It's not just that. Uh, I also, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Steven, but, uh, I, I'd like to liken Pokemon to Dragon Quest in a way. It's like with every installment, it's not just the sales, it's the gameplay. They refined it to a point to perfection, I would say. Every installment with the Pokemon series, they put like quality of life improvements that made the series like quite, uh, very tight in terms of gameplay and they continue to do that with every installment with zelda there was a there was a stalemate like the, everybody complained about uh, skyward even though i lo- loved the game there's like there's something okay there's it's formulaic they're 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 very slow in the start so hence the reboot mm-hmm. yeah and something about pokemon too that's very uh, that's probably the only franchise i know that nintendo does is that well, Nintendo doesn't do it, but you know what I mean? Is that it's a yearly franchise. People don't mm. realize this. Mm. Like since I, only 2015, that's the only year we did not get a Pokemon game, I believe, in the last 10 years. And we got Super Mystery Dungeon that year instead of a, a main series game, which is the year that we should have gotten Pokemon Z, but something happened. We don't know what they did, but... Every year, there's either a new generation, a remake, or a third version. Now, since Black and White, the third version are usually sequels or with Ultra Sun and Moon, like kind of like alternate versions, but there's always something every year, and they still sell. So there's something to be said about that. Yeah, if the spin-offs are selling well, it's as good or not not as well. They're not really spin-offs. Yeah, the the spin-offs would be like Super Mystery Dungeon and stuff like that. Yeah, I would say Super. I was talking about Super Mystery Dungeon and uh, Pokemon Tournament. These are selling well. So, and like you said, there are they are contributing to the uh, like continuous releases of the Pokemon titles. So, if those are doing well, why why would people want a reboot? Like, if you want a reboot, go to the (laughs) spin-offs. I would say. Okay, Go so ahead, Steven. Yeah, the, like already just hearing that this is a remake of Yellow or whatever, like I've said by talking about you guys, I think that this is not really a remake of Yellow. I think what they're going to do is this will be more a sequel to Sun and Moon and hmm. because like I said in Sun and Moon, Jared knows this, there's heavy implications of Kanto. Some of the characters actually leave for Kanto in the post-game. So maybe you're doing the journey to Kanto after since... If the screenshot is correct, this is basically a will be an HD version of Sun and Moon. Anyway, that alone is is cool, but like I said, I've always had 
the new Pokemon game on a new system has always been a, a new generation. So right there, for me, that's not a good beginning. But when I heard about the Pokemon Go implications, and that's when I fear that this is completely going to eventually destroy my franchise. Because Pokemon Go, if I, even if I like it or not, has been a massive success. And even with all like the millions and millions of sales that this series has... It doesn't even come close to the amount of money Niantic has been making with Pokemon Go since mm. its uh, release. So maybe they're thinking, I don't know why, because clearly the reason Pokemon Go is so successful is because it's on a machine that over a billion people have. That's the only reason. And I hope they do not try to drastically change this series. Like... This series is successful for a reason. I don't... Like, even the random encounters for me is blasphemy. Like, I want those things. And people are saying that, well, it would be fun to see what Pokemon you're encountering. And I disagree. Like, part of the mystery, when you go in a patch of grass and you're looking for a rare Pokemon or you're looking for a shiny Pokemon, mm -hmm. like, the mystery of not knowing, seeing that black screen and then seeing the that Pokemon you just spent an hour looking for pop on screen is just... A magical feeling that wouldn't be possible if you would just see what you're going to face uh, right on the screen there. And like the the biggest thing that I hope they don't change is the battle system. If they change the battle system, like I don't know, I'll be gone. Like this for me, this is my favorite franchise. This is one of the major stress relief out of my life like everybody plays game for different reason pokemon is the thing mm -hmm. i look forward every year and it's the thing that i can spend hundreds and hundreds of hours into just wasting time and i don't want it to see away like i said if this series bombs and for some reason stops selling then you can do whatever you want with this franchise but please don't ruin it now especially with the switch with all the potential all the sales the switch is having like this could blast the switch to another uh, another di dimension like this will sell that many more switches if that's even possible so i don't i'm very very skeptical on this very fearful of this and i'm nervous right right really so steven you have the right to be nervous obviously because if 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 Game Freak are gonna follow the money trail that Niantic uh, set, it's gonna be like like you said, like, uh, these drastic changes are not gonna sit well with fans. And um, if that let's say this worst case scenario happens, I think it's gonna uh, a lot of people are gonna be very very upset, and this will uh, affect and uh, tell Game Freak that we don't want this. The fans don't want this. Exactly. It really reminds me of what happened with Dragon Quest Nine with when they start we thought of making it real time <laughs> with the battle systems and everybody like went crazy and they didn't do that anymore yeah i'm uh, ahmed you you really you really nailed it um you said it twice now but you really nailed this one of the reasons why i like pokemon as a series now and and forget about all the the past and stuff like that like i was foolish and i, I admit i was wrong but now going back and having played a, a good chunk of them, the reason why I like this series so much, and this is funny, is because it is Dragon Quest. Like, you really nailed it. 
it's it shares so much in common with that series that I also love. And that is the more it changes, the more it stays the same. Mm. So like you said, they refine, 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 refine. They they introduce new gameplay elements. They focus on story and so on and so forth. But the things that make Pokemon Pokemon remain throughout. And the things that make Dragon Quest Dragon Quest remain throughout. People lost their minds when Dragon Quest Eight was announced that it was going to be in 3D. Mm. People yeah. lost it. Yeah. People lost their minds when Dragon Quest Nine was announced and they were like the very first info that we got made it appear that it was going to be real time. And then the developers were like, well, we're messing around with that idea. And in Famitsu, it was like 98% of the people that were polled were like, nope, we want traditional turn-based combat. And it's the exact same thing here where... The more you you change that formula, the more you're going to really alienate uh, like the fan base. And I would argue that you're going to alienate more people than this new game will sell. And I got a couple of reasons for this. But one other thing I just want to mention quick is that when you mentioned the shiny, Stephen, and you, you talked about, you know, farming different uh, Pokemon... That reminds, well not Ryan's, reminded me so much of Metal Slimes. Back in the day when the game was random encounter only, that was such a big deal. Like when you found a Metal Slime, one actually popped, you were like, oh please don't run, please don't run, please don't run. Because <laughs> it was such a big deal for, for a Metal Slime to show up. And in some of the remakes, that's something I think they've, they've, they've gotten wrong where some of the remakes you can actually see a metal slime on the on the field what i love with dragon quest 11 is that they remove that so you cannot see a metal slime on the field so you you still get you'll see all the regular enemies but when you get sucked into battle that's where you'll be like oh sweet there's a metal slime please don't run please don't run please don't run and and i i really really i love that now i just want to say to finish off my little thingy here that the Nintendo Switch is not a phone, okay? No matter how well the Switch does, it is not a phone. And I can't stress this enough. There's no way in hell Pokemon Let's Go will be a fraction of as successful as Pokemon Go is. And that's because today everyone has a phone. And I mean that. Every single person, like, my God, I'm seeing children like five, six years old playing with phones. So if if the Pokemon company wants to tap into the Pokemon Go audience, I okay, like, I, certainly I can understand that. But they also have to realize that the Switch isn't a phone. And there's just... They, they can't make this Pokemon Go. Like, and that's, that's the thing why I keep coming back to say, like, I'm sure this is not going to be a new generation. And if it is a new generation and it does all those things that you're talking about, Steven, then I think this will be probably the least successful Pokemon, uh, we've ever had. Like, I, I'm sure it'll still sell millions, but, I don't think you're going to see the 10 million, 12 million sales that you would if this was what you're envisioning. And, and I, I stand by that. We'll see if I'm right or wrong, but I, I think, I think that if they do follow through and this is the next gen, whatever gen number we're at now, that 
that this won't be anywhere near as successful as these previous Pokemon games have been. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's a fair thing to say. And I think the only devil advocate point that I have is I know that Game Freak are very innovative. They they make some nice games outside of the Pokemon titles. So if they're going to make it work, they can. But in the same time, they shouldn't alienate an audience in, uh, in favor of uniqueness. Yep, so I'm going to wait very patiently, uh, nervously. For <laughs> This will waiting. probably happen like next week. Maybe the week before, because I don't think, I think what they want to do is they want to announce it a few weeks before E3 so that the backlash is gone when they talk about it for at E3. So that would be this week or next week rather. So I can, I can prescribe something for your anxiety in the meantime. <laughs> yeah, I probably need it, but uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully this is somehow false. Well, you yeah, got the system, so that's good. <laughs> I felt exactly the same way when Dragon Quest Eleven was announced. Like uh, I spoke to you guys, so you must remember. Like I was nervous about that. That some of the pictures that we were seeing looked like the combat was going to be more real time, and I kept yeah. telling myself, "No, no, no, that's impossible. They're not going to do. Oh, no, 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 no." But <laughs> deep down inside, of course, I was nervous. I was legitimately nervous. Because that's not Dragon Quest. The minute turn-based battles are gone from the Dragon Quest series, it's over. It's something else. And so I, I'm right there with you. Like, if they change the combat system, if they change the what makes Pokemon Pokemon, then it's not Pokemon anymore, you know? Yep, yep. All right, so uh, I guess uh, I will tackle our next item here, which is the Nintendo Online Service. And... This is pretty much, I, I, I wrote a whole bunch of stuff down. I'm going to read it all out. But, um, first off, I thought it was funny because online, that's all I could find with this thing is that it's actually called Nintendo Switch Online Service, according to Nintendo. I'm like, that's a pretty lame title. I thought I'd come up with something cool, damn it, but whatever. So here, here's the way it works. Like I said, I'm going to read out all the information, then you guys can chime in with your thoughts, and I'll, I'll just end off saying I agree. So uh, here we go. So the price for one month is $3.99. These are all going to be U.S. dollars, by the way. Three months is $7.99. Twelve months is $19.99. And those are the prices for individual members. So online, and I copied this literally from their direct, their website. Okay, so some of the language might be a little bit weird, such as this. Family memberships are $34.99. And they allow up to seven other players to join the account holder. So that makes it sound like it's eight people. Is that right? Yes. Okay, good. I just wasn't sure. Whenever they do that, sometimes they're like, well, no, no, it's not what we meant. Yeah, it's eight. I read the, I read the same thing. Okay, yeah, cool. All right. And it launches on September 18th. So what do you get? What do you get for, let's say you pay 20 bucks for the year? What, what, what does this include? Well, it includes a bunch of stuff. First off, it's going to launch with 20 NES games with online functionality. Now, the online functionality, um, this is exactly, I just copy and paste it, okay? So this is what they say. With online play added to every classic game, you can compete or cooperate online with friends, share your screen, or pass the controller depending on the game. With the Nintendo Switch online smartphone app, you can also voice chat during your play sessions. Now, the games that have been announced so far are Soccer, Tennis, Donkey Kong, Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, 
Balloon Fight, Ice Climber, Dr. Mario, The Legend of Zelda, Super Mario Brothers 3, and 10 more are going to be revealed later on. So we'll come back to that. But the other little bits, there's other three other little bullet points here. One is that you will have access to save data cloud backups, which is great. So you don't have to worry if your switch smashes and, you know, you lose 19 million hours of uh, Breath of the Wild. So I'm happy about that. I'm actually really looking forward to that. The program is also going to tie into the Nintendo Switch online app, which is available on iOS and Android. And the final bullet point is that there will be exclusive offers later on for future purchases of digital goodies. So there you have it. What say you, fine folks? You want to go ahead, Stephen? Yeah, I have one question. Are those like it's? I have. I'm not clear about those 20 NES titles. Are those going to be free for those members, or or the fact that those online thingies uh, will be? available for you if you are if you purchase if you're a member because it's i remember originally they were saying that you would get two titles per month and now are they saying that you're you're getting the 20 titles or those titles you're getting a few but you can only play with the online features if you're part of the membership I think you need to be a part of the membership to play with all 20 titles. That's what I understood. Okay, so from. you, if you, if you pay like four bucks a month or $20 a year, whatever, you have access to those titles free yes. of charge. Yes, that's what okay. I understood from it. Okay. Uh, well, for me, this is a, honestly a pretty good deal. If you think about it, like, uh, $20 a year play online games is far cheaper than what the competition offers of course you don't have any of the perks that they do well besides the uh, save data backup whatever the cloud thing uh you don't have like that i i you don't have the voice chat which like they, they, they like the the phone thing i don't count because i i ha- will never download that thing like this it's crap if i want to talk to you guys while i play switch stuff i'll probably go on Skype or something because that's a lot more simple than what they're offering. But still for $20 a year, just those 20 NES games, even without the online functionality is a pretty good deal. So I'm, I'm satisfied with this. Honestly, is that Jared or Ahmed? No, it's me. It's me. It's fine. (laughs) Go ahead guys. It's all good. All right. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I thought that this is a pretty, pretty good deal for what you're getting. Uh, well, uh, for me, Stephen, I'm going to be the, the, the devil advocate once again. And uh, the only two things that I like, I, I, you know, my opinions have been changing up and down ever since this announcement. I'm going to, like, in summary, I feel disappointed, but I'm going to be cautiously waiting for what they're going to, how are they going to expand on the service and what what are they going to be talking about? Because there's a lot of things that made me think that, wow, this is really I don't know, poorly made. It's an afterthought. Ever since the Switch has been announced, the online has been an afterthought. Nintendo's stance on online has always been an afterthought. And it's, 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 I don't know, they're not evolving. The only thing that they're, the, that they should be innovating on, they're not really innovating on. The, the good things about it is just the price and yay, it's here. That's the only two positives I could think of. The NES titles, while it's a, it's, I, I, this would have been awesome if they had this feature 10 years ago, like on the Wii. Everybody would have lauded it. But now, it's like, I would say it's 10 years too late, man. It's like, they're NES titles. Like, the, the only way that I would see value is when they move on to 
where the meat is, the Super Nintendo, because the NES titles are really simple. Like, I w- it's a novelty. I'm going to be playing that. Like, I'm going to use it with Jared and you maybe for a week, and then, okay, that was nice, and that's it. I, I don't feel that it's something that's going to keep me hooked, even if they release more, because NES titles, I love them. I, I'm nostalgic towards them, but they're really simple by today today's standards. It's when the Super Nintendo... If they ever think of doing online connectivity with a Super Nintendo, is is where people are going to have a lot of fun. But hey, how how long is that going to take? Is it going to take months, years? I have no idea what their plans are. They've been releasing these things in trickle. Like I don't know, every week they release two titles. It's going to be very redundant and boring. The one thing that Nintendo had, and they squandered it uh, compared to the competition, was the Virtual Console. They had the leg up on that with the Wii, with the Wii U. They 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 were ahead. That's the only thing. And they squandered it by saying, hey, we're not going to do it anymore or we're going to re-brand, rebrand it in a different way. People want like on-demand games. It's just ROMs Like <laughs> at the end. like it's, it's free money for them if they release this on, like release their catalog. And they should have innovated on the virtual console and, and saw what Xbox did with their Xbox Game Pass thing, like Netflix. That's what people want today. It, the evolution of virtual console is Netflix, like Nintendo Netflix. Like they make a ten dollar a month subscription, and they put all the like a, a, a lot of like virtual console titles from the NES, the Super Nintendo sixty four. They just swarm it in all in one go, and then they add the online play bit by bit. It's not no, no rush for them. Like I want to play, for example, Secret of Mana online with, with. I never played it, but it would be cool to play with three players. But we're not gonna get that feature, and it's sad that. Uh, you see the modding scene, uh, like what people are doing with the, with the with the current ROMs and the, the the pirates and the hacks and whatnot. They they already have Super Nintendo Online. You could you could do that now. It just takes a while to 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 manage. And the big thing that's coming out now is Super Mario 64. Everybody's playing that online with the new ROM hacks, and everybody's like they're playing battle mode and they're competing against each other simultaneously. And Super Mario 64's levels intact. And everybody's having a lot of fun with that. Like they, they should have capitalized on this. It's just like I would say all. They're, they're, it's they're in, in in summary, it's an afterthought and it's disappointing. And again, with the current titles, like for example, Mario Kart Eight and all these, are they going to be? Are they going to add like patches so we could use it with the online app uh, the, that they're touting, or is just Platoon Two? Because so far that app is just good for Splatoon Two. <laughs> Nothing else is using it, and surprisingly they didn't put they didn't even uh, advertise Smash Brothers with this service. They did put Mario Tennis Aces, but they didn't put Smash Brothers. So I don't know what's going on. And finally, the third party online games they're not advertised as well with the online app or with the with the service. Like they they they, they sort of vaguely said that not all games uh, online require you to be a member of the Nintendo online. Some of them do, some of them don't. But again, it's very vague and they should have like brought in like for example Doom and advertised that. But it's 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 unfortunate. Like I don't know what they're going to announce in E3, but it so far it seems like disappointing and I'm just going to wait until what they what they say. And that's my rant. Okay, I'm just going to quickly just uh, a counterpoint quickly because you mentioned Go ahead. Uh, Game Pass and uh, I've been very clear, cleared in the, the past that I really want Nintendo to do a Netflix style virtual mm-hmm. console and I think it's happening. But I just want to say that Game Pass, you're comparing kind of apples and oranges become, because mm-hmm. Xbox Live with Goal is what this is, you should compare this to because Game Pass mm-hmm. is a separate, uh, entity. Yes, it is. This is you're kind right. of like PlayStation Pro and PlayStation Now. 
I believe that this is their online service if you want to play online games and stuff like that. $20 a year I think is a very good deal. And I hope that eventually they will introduce their PlayStation Now or their uh, Game Pass with uh, Netflix uh, style virtual console because like you said this is the one advantage the one leg up they have on the competition but if they never do that if they never introduce some kind of netflix style uh, virtual console then yeah i'll agree with you but i just think this is uh, not necessarily the same thing as uh, game pass because then you'd have to compare this to xbox live with gold which is 60 or 50 dollars a year well, true. Yeah, you're you're right about that. Maybe the only thing that made me think about Game Pass is because they're adding like 20 NES titles, and they're gonna add more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's like, what made like me I think said, of that. But it's not. It's not. The right. Xbox it's, Live it's with diff- Gold does come it's with uh, yeah. a game or two yeah. every month, like yeah. kind of similar to this, like PlayStation yeah. Pro. It's stuff. different. Yeah, you're right. It's it's just like you know, I just feel very disappointed because, like I said, NES. I I have no hate for NES, but at the same time, why I'm gonna play Ice Climbers online? Wow, you know, <laughs> that sounds very very fun. Yeah, I I would say like I said, it's a novelty. Like maybe passing the controller, uh, like what PlayStation Four would did with the party thing that that didn't really go well with them but like for example play Zelda with you guys and we'll pass on the controller Super Mario Brothers 3 that, that seems cool but again I'm going to use it for a week and then okay what's next yeah yeah I'm 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 with both of you guys here <clears throat> I, I look at it like <laughs> classic <it's>, Jared Switzerland <laughs> didn't pick a side no wait wait let me tell you okay, my, my, ahead, my thoughts damn you people <laughs> <laughs> So twenty bucks. This is this is the side where like I'll agree with Stephen for the twenty bucks. I'll agree with Stephen for that. For twenty bucks, getting access to to their online, you know, to basically you can play your games online. I'm cool with that. Okay, so get a thumbs thumbs up with that. I like the fact that there's the backups uh, for saved data. Now, the problem is th- this is where I side more with you, Ahmed. Is that we do have to compare this to Xbox Live, and we do have to compare this with PlayStation Plus, because that's essentially what this is mm. doing. And it comes up short in both regards, but it has one up in another feature. So let's get let's get this out of the way right away. So the one up is the price. I, it, it, it's cheap. None, no one can argue with that. However, it falls apart in literally every other way. Because, like, for the backups of your game data, there is free ways of doing that on the PlayStation 4 and on the Xbox One. And the PS as well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Here, there is no way of backing up, so you're forced to pay money. So that I'm not a big fan of. The Xbox One and the PlayStation 4 both allow voice chat. And uh, with part of their, 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 you know, subscription or whatever. So, okay, granted, yes, uh, like I said, the price here is lower and it is a portable system. But seriously, I don't know anyone, and I've looked online, I don't know anyone that is actually a fan of the online app for voice chat. It's ridiculous. It's totally, totally, totally absurd that you cannot do that from the Switch itself. I, I don't care what anyone says. It's it's just ridiculous. And so right there, that's a huge knock. Like for me, it's a huge knock. And this is where I'm with you, Ahmed, is that I look at this like this is a complete afterthought 
for for the system. It's basically you're paying twenty bucks to play online. Period. Voice chat doesn't really exist because not all games support the online app. Only select games do. So you're paying twenty bucks just for the three of us to play a game together. And yes, we get to play our save data backup stuff. Now, the only saving grace I have to this, okay, is if I don't look at it as an Xbox Live or a PlayStation Plus sort of um, um, competitor. If I don't look at it like that, and I look at it as, what if this is the beginning of your Netflix-style sort of, you know, whatever, platform? What if it's $20 a year to gain access to 20 NES games now, just now, but in the future it will be, SNES games and, and a few other things, or I doubt they're going to do this. Of course, I'm just trying to, trying to play as devil's advocate to myself. I'm trying to find a reason to, to be hyped for this and not just be like, okay, well, here's 20 bucks and I'll play online and that's the end of it. Because right now that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm like, I'm never going to use any of these other features. When I play the Legend of Zelda, I'm not going to pass the controller. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to do any of that crap. I agree that multiplayer in some of these games could be okay, but I, I, I agree with you that they're, they're just way too simplistic. You start to add some of those types of features into, like you said, Secret of Mana, or what if like Chrono Trigger, you, you know, another player could, could join in and, and play while you get in battles or something like that. That I think would be more interesting. So I'm just, I'm kind of wondering, if this is Nintendo's way of testing to see, like, will people even play these NES games? Or is this just like, you know, whatever, here, guys, take this and shut up. Because it just, like, I've always said that if Nintendo was going to make a Netflix-like subscription, they would charge, like, $80 a month. Because that's just them. They They always overprice everything. So I look at it like $20 a year for 20 NES games. That actually seems about right. That that seems about in line with what they would actually charge for something like this. So anyways, that's it. That's my thought. So I, I'm, I'm leaning much more towards the like, this is disappointing. But for 20 bucks, if it's going to pay, if I have to pay 20 bucks to just play online, fine. So be it. If I actually like want to play any of these games online but the voice chat i find is the biggest like wtf i i just don't get it the problem is is they're 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 sort of promoting backward like i would say compatibility with what was previously free like mario kart 8 deluxe and whatnot and all these previous online games but in the same time it doesn't seem like they're gonna add like a patch or two to these previous games so it could be up to standards with using the app and whatnot, because like I said, it's only like Splatoon Two is the only game that works with the app, and maybe Mario Tennis Aces is going to be next. Everything else is just like uh, nothing, and it's just uh, there's for me. I think there there no, nothing should be keeping them from adding a variety of uh, old games or uh, classic games. Uh, with this system, with this uh, subscription service now, I don't know why they chose NES exclusive and that's it. They could easily add a couple of Super Nintendo games. They could easily add a couple of Nintendo 64 games to just uh, like, like wet our wet our appetites a bit. It uh, doesn't need to be online uh, compatible immediately. They could just put it in and then they'll promise like, okay, we're gonna work on the online compatibility in a later date and whatnot. It's, it's just oh. disappointing that they're just focusing on NES. You know? I can tell you why. 
They want what? you to go buy the SNES Classic. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, that is a good point. That's an excellent point, actually. <laughs> well, they're actually they're re- re-releasing be, uh, the NES yes. Classic in June, so yeah. they also want yeah. you to go buy that's that. That's an excellent point. Yeah, exactly. You, 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 you took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, it's it's absolutely right. It's just sad, you know. I, just, I feel like a bit disappointed because. No, but I think the reason is like it's cheaper. Like NES games, mm. like have been ported, mm. like and emulated, like all over the place they probably cost nothing to do that like yeah it's just unfortunate that they, they they're just failing to innovate on the one thing that they should be innovating on not like uh like it's not microsoft and sony took years to build up their online databases and their online connectivities and, and what they're talking to audiences and nintendo's always a step behind always a step behind and it's just sad that they the one thing that they had like which is the virtual console thing they should have like opened up with that like not not uh it, it even added as an extra service like steven said like something extra why yeah. why just put all their eggs in one basket for the online system because this is very important and vital for an adult uh system like a switch yeah man and and let me ask you both something Go ahead. do you both use netflix yep i just started uh a a couple of weeks ago perfect Why? Why do you both use Netflix? Uh, go ahead, Stephen. You answer that first. <laughs> well, on-demand TV shows and movies, I guess. Whenever I want. Okay. It's, it's, and you? Uh, like, yeah, I think like Stephen, it's very easy to use and, and browse, and you have all the all these shows and and movies at your fingertips, and you could just go to anyone without any hassle. You just have to pay one fee a month, and that's it. Exactly, and I think I think right now, honestly, Nintendo, if they followed that, if they if they took what they had established for their own, forget about third parties for right now, because mm-hmm. Netflix right now is going through like a renaissance where they're creating their own content to, mm-hmm. to basically do what I'm about to tell you. So they're preparing for exactly what I'm about to say. Nintendo controls. I don't think anyone could argue. They control the most important backlog of video games in yes. existence. And no one can take that away from them. They own it. It's theirs. That's exactly what Netflix is trying to do right now. Create content that is theirs, that will be theirs for the end of time. So that when you guys, and myself included in that, it's the exact same reason for me, When we all say like, oh, well, you know, we just want to have easy access and this and that. Well, what happens when there's 32 Netflixes, one for every single one of these companies? Well, you're going to stick with the one that you know the best and also the one that provides you with the content that you love. And with Nintendo, I've, I've been saying this for a long time now, where if they were to create a platform like that, their systems moving forward would continue to sell regardless of what new stuff would be on that system because they could very much do what Netflix has done except retain that exclusivity for their own hardware for the, for now and then in the future when a young CEO gets in there and realizes hey if we release this app on PC and on every other you know <laughs> device known to man we can make <laughs> billions but i really think that doing that having having a virtual console even if it's only first 
party stuff. And it doesn't have to be virtual console. Call it whatever they want. But that, that Netflix style on demand, pay a monthly subscription and you get access to every first party title. Of course, this would take years to develop, of course. And Nintendo, if you're not developing this right now, you are morons because I can't imagine anyone not subscribing as long as the price is affordable to something that would give you NES all the way up to um, Wii U games. And of course, there would be complications depending on, you know, the controls mm. and all this sort of jazz. But there are very creative ways that they could they could fix this. Yep. That's absolutely, absolutely true. And to be fair, I don't think they're, they're killing off the virtual console per se. They're just killing the concept of it right now because they, like, like you said, there might be prioritizing on selling like small mini consoles instead of putting everything in one basket. Uh, in the same time though, this, there's their arcade archives that, that's, they're, 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 they're sort of like in their Neo Geo games. So they may, they might be doing, Working something with the GameCube stuff in that line of releases, maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure, but in the same, I, uh, but you're right, you're right, Jared. It, it might be moving towards that future. Yeah, because like, I mean, again, going back with Netflix and Netflix competitors, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but there is a Karate Kid sequel that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Hmm. Um, that never would have happened ever without these new platforms that are popping up. And yes. part of me, when I think of this, and I get, you guys might think I'm crazy. It's okay. It's just in my fantasy world here. But I look at it, I'm like, could you imagine if you had this streaming service and Nintendo's like, you know what? We want to be like Netflix. We want you to make original content for those platforms via this system. So, or pl this platform. So in other words, you would go in and you could have like Super Nintendo, Super Famicom, and there'd be actual new releases for that fit those particular categories. And it's not like, oh, Nintendo has to support anything. It would be an entirely streamable service. Like I, I can see the future of something like this is just nuts. Yeah, I hope it's not streamable though for video games. I, uh, I would prefer if they give us the, option to download stuff because from what i heard that's what uh, the big difference between xbox game pass and playstation now besides the libraries that now is streaming stuff and for most video games like there's there's lag and stuff like that like mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. much preferred if you can download them and yeah, of course I, I like agree. playstation yep. plus if you don't uh, if your subscription ends, you no longer have the option of playing those mm -hmm. games. That's what I want. And I think this yeah. is uh, inevitable. Like, I think Nintendo are working on this. It's it's a long ways away, but I think it's inevitable. They're a public company, right? So someone want uh, they have to listen to their investors, and they're not stupid. And they actually have a young CEO coming. Yep. And, the new guy, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, this is inevitable, in my opinion. The only fear I have is that I hope Nintendo prices this correctly when it, this just does get announced, because, like, $10, $15 a month would be good, but I don't want to pay, like, 30 or $40 a month for this, and I don't mm -hmm. think they will, but Nintendo has a tendency to overcharge for their retro games, so hopefully they don't do that, but I, I think this is inevitable, and that's why, for me, this $20 service... Really, really affordable. I really like it. I wish there was a premium version that had uh, voice chat, like decent voice chat. But what can you do? 
Exactly. So moving on, our last thing for today was news about Monster Hunter. And this was, um, I'm not going to lie, this was very, very surprising to me. Uh, only because this, this was released a little, quite a while ago now. So in Japan, Monster Hunter Double X, or Double Cross, I think is what it's called, was released when? Do any of you guys remember? Uh, maybe at the beginning of the Switch launch or what? Yeah, close to launch, if not at launch. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, we are getting said game as Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate on August 28th, 2018. And now before you guys talk about your actual thoughts about this, I just wanted to say that I'm really very curious to see if my Japanese version will do what I Am Setsuna and other games do, whereby they download a patch, and when you switch into your American or North American or whatever European account, the game automatically transfers to English. If that happens, I may actually have an early uh, copy of the game. Wow, that that is an amazing import concept, yeah. <laughs> so what do you guys think of the news? Yeah, first off, do we know if this will be published by Capcom or Nintendo? Uh, Capcom. It's confirmed? Well, it's on. I'm on the, the website right now. Okay. It says publisher Capcom, developer Capcom. All right, that's that's... That's good because, like, uh, the previous Monster Hunter games were published by Nintendo here, and yeah, I'm I'm glad this is uh, this is coming. I'm surprised this is coming because Monster Hunter World, as we know, is a huge success, and like this is a, a step back from that. Uh, like, this is a port of a 3DS game that was already a port of Monster Hunter 4 or, or, or an upgrade of Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate to begin with. So this is good that we're getting this. Uh, hopefully people have their expectations because this is, will be a very good game, obviously, but it won't be, uh, I imagine, close to what Monster Hunter Wells already offers. But I think this has the potential to sell well. If you don't remember, Monster Hunter Generations on the 2DS was actually the top-selling SKU when it launched here. So... This has potential. It's always glad that to have more games, and I'm glad to see it getting released here. And we'll see what happens. Definitely, uh, Monster Hunter World would, is the only reason why this is getting released now, because you know Cap Capcom were putting their hands on their ears when the Switch was uh, launched, and all they released was Ultra Street Fighter Two, and they didn't support. They barely supported it. So it's very very interesting to see them change their tone all of a sudden. Like, what are we, a year or two out of the Switch launch? And uh, I, the only reason they did this was because of the success that Monster Hunter World uh, got them. It's probably, I think I read it's their most successful title of all time, something of that sort. It was crazy. So yep. I think that's why they uh, basically released this, even though it's a, a bit too late. Uh, it's going to gain a lot of traction because it's a, it is a Switch exclusive after all, but it is, a, like I said, an enhanced port or whatever you, you could say about it, but it's still it's something for the Switch that's not on other consoles currently. Yeah, I, I honestly think, I mean, maybe I'm, I'm being overly optimistic here, but I actually think this is huge news in the sense that Monster Hunter has never been more popular than it is right now worldwide, and Switch has an exclusive version well, not version, excuse me, has an exclusive Monster Hunter experience. Now, like you said, Stephen, though, 
I, I hope people realize what this is because we're not exactly the most intelligent bunch. And what I mean by that is gamers, the mainstream gamers don't know all the different, it's not about intelligence. It's just about knowing and they don't know that this is a port of a game, well, like an enhanced port. So my only fear with this, if I were Capcom, would be I don't want this to do any damage to our brand. And I don't see it doing it. I really don't. I don't see it doing any damage at all. But it's just that if someone comes off of Monster Hunter World and goes back into this, it, it is definitely a step backwards in, in a lot of different ways. That doesn't mean it's a bad game, not at all. It's just that it is not the evolution that Monster Hunter World was. So that's that's it. But now to you guys, this is really big news because of what I just said. This is like a series that has just exploded worldwide, not just in Japan for once. And like you said, Ahmed, it's the single most um, highest selling. It's the single highest selling video game Capcom has ever released is Monster Hunter World. And now you are releasing another in that franchise exclusively for Switch. So... That is huge news. I don't like, believe Capcom when they say that, though. There's well, un- unless okay, they, they, they count each different each different SKU of Street Fighter Two as separate entities. There's no way this outsells Street Fighter Two. Oh, for sure they do. That's why. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, Street Fighter. Let me see. I'll tell you in a second. Street Fighter Two lifetime sales. Let's see. Now this should be interesting to see. Yeah, but no, definitely that's what it is. Uh, like, there's no question about that. Uh, yeah, so Street Fighter 2, oh, I'd have to do it manually. <laughs> Basically, it's because the way they've done it is Street Fighter has sold 46 million units. As a franchise? Yeah, as a franchise, so that doesn't help. That's not Street Fighter 2. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, wait a minute. Uh, let's see, Street Fighter 2. Uh, well, okay, Street Fighter 2 sold... 6.3 million on the okay. Super Nintendo. That's the original. Okay. Yeah. And they said that that was their highest selling product of all time. And now this one is. Uh, how much did it sell again? Most that's what I'm looking. That's what I'm looking. Was it 10? Something like that. 7.5 as 7. of March 5th. Yeah, but that's Worldwide. that's between the Xbox One and PS4 version. Yeah. So why do they only mm. count the SNES version of Street Fighter 2? And I, because I, well, that's just the way they did it. They it's don't. Just, count. I, I believe this is just clever PR marketing because mm-hmm. it looks mm-hmm. like it looks cool when you say, "Wow, a, a, a company that has yeah. been around for forty years just released a game and it's their biggest selling franchise uh, game of mm-hmm. all time." Like I, 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 I'm not saying that I'm not. I'm not taking any credit away from Monster Hunter Worlds. I just don't believe yeah. them when they say okay, that. Okay, well, I, I'm looking at their their their. This is an old article I'm reading from 2008. Um, just to be fair, right? Uh, Resident Evil 2 was 4.96 was only the PlayStation version. The only time that they counted multiple, like, SKUs was Devil May Cry 4. They put PS3, Xbox 360 at 2.3 million. So they, they, this is, it, it's not that rare. They actually have done this a few times. And here's what's really funny. Their number one selling game was Street Fighter 2 The World Warrior on the Super Nintendo sold 6.3 million. And their number three was Street Fighter 2 Turbo Super Nintendo at yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, like if you if you count all Street Fighter Two skews, like that's the well, yeah, for best sure. selling yes. game. Def- yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And I think something changed with how they report uh, best selling games right now. Now, sort of, they, they uh, long ago they used to have the skews uh, separately, and now they count the like the PS4 and the Xbox One as one, you know, one entity basically. Uh, Except when it, it comes it, to Pokemon, that's why I always hate. Uh, that, uh, that's something that grinds my gears with NPD is that they mm-hmm. put all these like if you release a game on the Xbox 360 the Xbox One the Vectrex the PS4 everything they'll count as one but if you call a game Pokemon X and Pokemon Y both of those games will be separate on the NPD separate? for some yes, reason you're, you're right. and that pisses right. me off but anyway <laughs> and they did the you're same right. thing with Smash Brothers on Wii U they they separated Smash Brothers on Wii U and Smash Brothers on 3DS sales which they well, should have done, those, but those were released separate yeah, dates, no, right? I, I, that I I agree with, but still, if you release a game on the PS4 and the Xbox One and the 3DS yeah, and whatever, yeah, you, yeah, 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 don't you're, count you're them right. all. But whatever, you're, that's you're just right. one of my pet peeves. <laughs> you're, you're right. <laughs> it's 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 a it's uh, you have a right to be annoyed actually <laughs> now when you're putting it into perspective. <laughs> So that's it. So next up is the blast from the past from uh, Stephen, and then it's actually uh, from Ahmed now because I told him to prepare one. Yes, last night we were supposed to record this, but oh, we okay. Well then, go for it. Okay, let me think of one quick. <laughs> oh, he didn't has prepare. To, has, has to be Nintendo, right? That's right. No, it, ha- it okay. has to be on a Nintendo system. Doesn't on have Nintendo to be system. from Nintendo. Yeah, and okay. it's got to be one we haven't already said. So good luck okay. with that. Let's see. Um, one second. Let me think. A did, did we did I talk about Mega Man X? No, no, no. There okay. we go. go for it. Okay, yeah, Mega Man X. Uh, I wish Timothy was here because that game. I don't know. I re- it's one of the few games that I remember that uh, me actually discovering it and in, in, in playing it on display at, at the local game store. And uh, back then, I was only uh, a fan of Mega Man through Mega Man 2 and 4. So when I saw X on display, I'm like, what is this? I was shocked. Like, why is it so dark and different? And uh, it's like a maturation of the franchise. And I saw it being played on the display screen. And uh, that got me instantly. Like, I had I had to, like, buy it immediately. And uh, obviously, I wasn't disappointed because uh, the, the, for, for me, X, X1 especially was one of the favorite Super Nintendo games that I got home and, and started playing. It exactly reminds me of what I did, what happened with Link to the Past when I also like bought it and got it back home. It just it blew my mind with uh, how it changed the mechanics, how it uh, added like a jump, the new like wall kick mechanic, and uh, how the stages were interconnected. That until now is one of the most innovative things about X. It's like when you fi- play and finish a certain stage, uh, if you go back to another one, it's it, there's a, like an effect uh, I'm trying to remember like one certain example. Oh, when you beat Shield Penguin, uh, and then you go to, uh, Flame Mammoth, you see his stage suddenly becomes all like in trapped in ice in, in, instead of his was on fire. I love that thing about the game. Like, and also Storm Eagle, for example, I remember like he was, uh, his, his stage was, uh, a big, like a flying stage. And then when you beat his stage and you go to another one, I can't remember which, but the stage is crumbled and it's obvious that the, 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 the plane, crash landed on that stage so uh until now that was one of the most innovative features about x and it was very strange that it didn't import it over to x2 x2 didn't have that but x3 did 
and the rest of the X Games didn't. So it was for me. I, I was just baffled that they didn't like put that feature in with the rest of the X Games, and hopefully uh, we get to experience all that with the uh, X Collection that's coming out soon. So what are you? What are your favorite memories from that title? I downloaded it on Wii U and played it for maybe five seconds. That's my favorite. Oh come memory. on! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never could get into it. But I, to be fair, I only gave it five seconds word of mm-hmm. chance. So maybe if I played it a bit more. But no, not a big Mega Man guy. I really enjoyed uh, one and two. For some reason, I tried three and could not. I don't know. I but I've heard like a the... lot of people like adore X. So. I would think you would like the Battle Network series more since it's very similar yeah, to Pokemon. I did play, actually. I played the... I didn't play the Battle uh, Card Star games. Wars, maybe. But I played Battle Network on the yes. GameCube, which plays kind of like the old-school Mega Man games, and I really enjoyed that one. Oh, that's cool. Is it called Battle Network on the, the I GameCube? I think Battle or? Network something. There is a subtitle with it, but I can't remember. It's yeah. a 2D thing, side-scroller? Yeah, it's a with, side-scroller. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, I, I played it a bit. I didn't give it much of a chance, honestly. Uh, how about Jared? Well, for me, at that that point in time, when all those SNES games were coming out, it was like what you said. It was like every bloody game that you had played, every series that you had played, was taken to that next level. And it was little things. You say about the wall, like jump mechanic or wall kick mechanic, whatever you want to call it. Um, it, it was just, I don't know. It's like I have such fond memories of so many Super Nintendo games because of the way they evolved what came before it. Sort of like what happened with your PS2 to PS1 or GameCube to N64. Like, so my memories of X, and only X, I'm not one that, you know, went through the entire X series, but just X was like... You know, it had that profound impact, just like Super Metroid did, just like A Link to the Past did, just like Super Mario World, and I could go on and on and on and on and on. It just, it fits nicely in with, with all of those games as really truly feeling like that next generation Mega Man game. And the story was pretty good for, for a Mega Man game. Uh, that's the other thing that, that shocked me with X. It's like really dark in terms of plot, and then you you get to figure out like with, as the franchise evolves, it, there's a lot of ties with the original Mega Man series. I don't know if I should spoil this, but a lot of people who are fans know that there's like Wily and Light play a lot of like interplay roles in the X franchise. Hopefully, Jared uh, and uh, even Steven, you guys should really uh, continue playing X2 and X3 when the collection comes out. Those are amazing games, man. Well, if time permits, if time permits, right now I'm barely playing anything. Yeah, and speaking of time, we're fresh out of time. This was a great podcast, guys. Good work, everybody. Yeah, we awesome. did a excellent job. So I'll just wrap this up by saying thank you to you two gentlemen and thank you to everybody who's listening. As usual, our podcast hit up on iTunes before they're on YouTube. And on YouTube, they alternate every two weeks between Nintendo fanboys and Canadian gamers. And you can join us on twitch.tv slash Project COE if you're interested in checking out any of our streams. Don't really have anything um, planned right now except for Cranberry's little mini game, which we'll have to see how that compares to Steven's game that he made. I'm really looking forward to this. I, I imagine it'll be slightly better. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> 
And with that, I shall say thank you all for joining, and we will catch you next time. Take care, everyone.